All right, testing, testing. Hope you guys can hear me well. How are you doing? This is the uh, Couch Coaches Podcast. Probably going to change that name. I saw a guy had Couch Coaches on Instagram. Bummed me out. I should have locked that up. All right, today it is Tuesday. Tuesday, December 12th. Today I decided to do a quick little podcast. I'm going to call a little clip. I'm going to call State of the Octagon. Just going to go over the rankings here and see see what we got for the future of our favorite obsession, which is MMA. All right. Pound for pound, skip. Oh, flyweight. Uh, sad. The, uh, the best... Fight at flyweight since DJ has cleared it out is him and TJ. Glad that's still going on. Uh, Bantamweight. Bantamweight actually has a, a few fights that they could be doing right now. I think Cody Garbrandt versus. Ooh. Maybe Marlon Morales right now. He did just knock out Aljo. You know, I think that's easy work for Cody. Uh, featherweight, I mean, the only things that make sense right now, featherweight, is Frankie first. And if whoever wins that fights Brian Ortega. Can I say Brian Ortega has the best cornrows in the whole game? Like, he has better hair than every female fighter in the UFC. It's kind of upsetting. Look at that baby blue eyes. All right. What do we got for, what do we got next? Lightweight. Conor McGregor is just taking this division hostage. It's almost not even worth watching <laughs> lightweight right now. Uh, Tony Ferguson, the, ch- the true champ, uh, out with an elbow injury. So, um, what else we got there? Number two, number two coming to Khabib, Nurmagomedov, the Eagle. Uh, him versus Edson Barbosa is probably going to be one of the most exciting fights that the division has to offer. Kind of interesting to see Khabib go against, well, grappling specials, you know, grappler versus striker. Kind of the a normal thing we've seen, but a grappler like Khabib, whose pure game is 100% control, and a striker with just amazing kicks like Edson Barbosa is going to be something special. Um, honestly, the best fight at lightweight is... Nate and Connor in UFC boxing. Like that's 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 the best fight they have in this division right now. Justin Gaethje uh, might might have a uh, good argument fighting uh, ooh Kevin Lee. I I think I would like that fight. My uh, one of my friends was saying he should fight Dustin Poirier. I disagree. I want that rematch with him and Eddie Alvarez. I think that's the best thing they can do. Uh, welterweight, I guess RDA and Robbie Lawler are going to be uh, fighting a title contention shot. Uh, I don't know. Not really not really excited for either of those to uh, <laughs> come up. Excited about Carlos Condi coming back uh, versus Neil Magny. That's going to be big. But for right now, yeah, welterweight is kind of locked up. No real big fights. Uh, you know, we might get Cody Covington, Darren Till. There's a couple fights, but nothing, nothing too amazing. All right. What we got? Middleweight. 
the, the place GSP is scared of. Uh, ooh, we got Bobby Nux versus Luke Rockhold. That is a great fight. That's a hard one to pick. I usually don't pick against Luke Rockhold, but Bobby Nux has my heart right now. Um, I'm not sure else I would like to see fight in this division. You know, Anderson being out, Uriah Hall's kind of flaky, Vitor Belfort's on the way out, Bisming's on the way out. Kevin Gaslam's kind of shaky here because I don't think he has any good matchups in the top five. So, middleweight is in dire straits. Light heavyweight still pretty much destroyed by John Jones. Hopefully, he stays away and stops bothering these innocent people. Um, oh, DC versus No Time. Co-main. Um, that is it for this episode right now. We know we got Francis Naganu and Stipe, but I will talk to you guys later. Okay, everyone, I am back. Got cut off while we were uh, doing the State of the Octagon. All right. Lane heavyweight, we were talking about Ozemir versus DC. That's a good fight, and the only person I want to see fight, hopefully he wins, is uh, OSP uh, after he fights Latifi. That's the, that's the fight. Besides that, light heavyweight, kind of just guys we've seen fight. Guys are kind of on the edge of their careers. I mean, a lot of fun matchups, but... Nothing needle-moving. Nothing that's going to move pay-per-views. Heavyweight. Heavyweight is... Uh, it's just a grab bag. Like, there's a lot of dinosaurs in the division. Uh, but, I mean, that's where you're going to get most of the knockouts. There's the most excitement in heavyweight. They need to invest a lot of money in the heavyweight. I really think UFC start making those institutes, you know, maybe around the country first, and then use those to not just, you know, for their own UFC athletes, but to scout talent. Like, why aren't people coming doing, you know, contender series-esque uh, matches in Vegas right now, where and Dana could be, you know, 24-7 getting new talent in? Definitely, definitely need more heavyweights. Definitely need more heavyweights that look like Francis Nagano and Stipe. Less like uh, Mark Hunt and uh, Big Country. Well, former USB fighter, Big Country. All right, Francis Ngannou for Bay, Super exciting. Uh, Fabrizio Verdum is doing this weird thing. is just padding his record with uh, lower-level heavyweights. That's <laughs> just, you know, his the most sus move. Kane coming in at number four. He's probably broken or something. Mark Hunt cleared, cleared for combat. Um, kind of interested to see what his next move is going to be, especially with all the uh, issues, legal issues he's having with the UFC. Ooh, women's straw weight. A lot of good fights. Uh, Rose needs to fight JJ again. I think that's, I think that's the fight. Even though I'm kind of concerned that JJ had posted those videos on Instagram showing her damn near dying, trying to make weight. And then firing her whole nutrition team and still not deciding to go 10 pounds up to the newly created weight class of women's flyweight, where she would probably dominate. It's an odd move. I think if she loses to Rose a second time, that flyweight would definitely be the next move for her. Uh, Jessica Andrade, she bullied Claudia Gadelia. I think, where's Carolina Kokovic at? I always mess up her name. 
Oh, she just, yeah, she's back in the win column. Oh, and she put up clinic on this chick. Um, I actually, I'm not sure who she fought. I think Tisha Torres should fight Jessica Andrade or Coco Gavich, I guess. I'm more leaning towards Andrade, just for the excitement. Nothing else. Women's flyweight, just way too new. Way too new to even say anything. Um, I think Paige Van Zandt gets her first flyweight fight here in the next event or the one after that. So it's just going to be interesting to see all the former strawweights and the former bantamweights, women's bantamweights coming into the division. And just all the new talent they had. This is the division I think they should have made before they made women's fly or featherweight, which pretty much doesn't exist. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on with Amanda Nunes right now. I haven't heard about her getting lined up for anything. Valentina just lost to her. Holly Holm is about to fight for 45 again. I mean, Ronda Rousey's still number five. It's kind of ridiculous. Like, Kat Zingano. Like, his women's bandwagon's kind of deteriorating. They could use another ultimate fighter. And for, uh, you know, the last few rankings since February, women's featherweight completely vacant, even though they have Holly Holm, Cyborg, and Jermaine Durandamay, and uh, Tanya Avenger. That fought at that weight class. Yeah, it's kind of, it's just a super fight division for women's right now. It's just, let's watch Cyborg beat up chicks and see how that works out. Uh, but I think Holly Holm is the best fight for her, so that would be it. Well, guys, thank you for listening. It's Ian King, Kang as they know me in South, with State of the Hey, friendly listeners, uh, it's Ian. King, Kang, as they know me in the South. Uh, this this episode is not about MMA at all. Um, it's just me recording my thoughts. I need to. I'm trying to get in the habit of getting out of my head. I have a lot of things. You know, you just have self conversations, things you're thinking about, things things you want to have to happen. And um, sometimes, you know, I think of something that I think is a good idea, or think it's funny, or think it's something that would bring value. And uh, I'm just not recording. I go, ah, oh, maybe I'll wait till someone who can relate and I can tell. I'm like, no, I need to get out of my own head and just no one, no one to just hit record. So that's what I'm doing right now. I, I wanted to be able to record that and hear this later. Getting out of my head is important and knowing that, hey, sometimes you just need to hit and record. You need, don't need to be thinking to yourself. You need to be going. You need to be going forward. And, uh, so that's what I'm trying to do right now. Uh, Alright, well, now that I got that off my chest, what is going on in the world? And every time I um, I kind of scan, I wake up early, and I scan through the news, I usually do it through, um, you know, the usual feeds, but uh, my favorite is uh, Reddit. World News kind of just sums it all up and lets you dive right into uh, real good articles. So, uh, just like scrolling through, it's just so depressing sometimes, though. It's just all the craziness that's going on in the world, which is really weird when y'all, because when y'all really break it down, it's just people who just cannot get along. Like, I don't know. In my mind, getting along is so easy. Like, being in conflict with people is harder. Like, getting along and making sure everyone's happy, that should be so simple. 
but it's this weird thing where there's a lot of people in the world concerned with what their neighbor is doing inside their house. And I think that's the biggest problem with what's going on everywhere in the world. Oh, well, these guys are doing this over here. And I'm not talking about just regular tragedies and, you know, things that we know just is inherently wrong. Just, I don't care if uh, the two guys that are, you know, been having sex for, you know, 10 years want to get married. Like, I just don't care what's going on inside someone else's house enough. I care about things like that. To tell someone that their their personal life needs to align more closely to mine. Just so I can feel right. It's just crazy, man. No, no. No, no. I got a phone call, guys. So, um, thank you for listening. Remember, get out your head. Ian King.